Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Emergency crews are still clearing the rubble and searching for bodies in the aftermath of a Russian missile attack on an apartment building in the Ukrainian city of Dnipro. It's one of the deadliest attacks on civilians away from the front line since Russia's war started. More than 40 people were killed, including children. NPR's Alyssa Nadworny is covering this story from Dnipro, and she joins us now. Good morning, Alyssa. Good morning. So you visited what's left of this nine-story apartment building. What did you see? Well, there's a crater right in the center of a huge apartment complex. The middle section, which used to be about a dozen of people's homes, is now just missing. Mm. On one of the top floors, you can see right into a kitchen just hanging off. This was part of a massive Russian missile attack on Saturday. Most targets were the power grid or infrastructure. That's been the pattern these past few months. But that's not what happened here. UK military intelligence said the Russian missile used here was, quote, notoriously inaccurate. Russia says the strikes Saturday were only on military targets. They blame the tragedy on a Ukrainian air defense missile that went awry, which Ukraine denies. So many people's lives destroyed, lives lost. And this attack was in an area that's been largely spared from the attacks we've seen elsewhere recently, right? Yeah, that's right. Dnipro is considered a safe haven. It's a bustling city where a lot of displaced Ukrainians from further east live. Petro Shevchenko is 85 and lives alone on the seventh floor. He got trapped for about two hours under the rubble. His face is all cut up, but he says he's just grateful to be alive. Emergency workers carried him out of the building because he could hardly walk. Larissa Shevchenko survived the attack by sheltering in a quarter on the eighth floor with her two children, ages six and ten, and one of her son's friends. She remembers seeing a fireball out the window, but once they got outside, they found a friend of her son. He'd been playing on the playground when the missile hit. His parents were inside, he told her. Shevchenko remembers through tears that the little boy asked her, will I be without a mother now? She says she later found out that both of the boy's parents had died in the attack. Oh my God, that's absolutely devastating. So the attack was Saturday. Are the Ukrainians still hoping to find survivors three days later now? Well, yesterday at the site, there were still dozens of rescue workers cleaning the debris, but officials now say they're no longer expecting to find any more people alive. Only the dead are left, says Serhii Shova. He's the team leader of the emergency crew working here. He says there are bodies still trapped. Rescue workers can see them, but they haven't been able to reach them or it's been too dangerous to get them. He told us the last person he rescued alive was on Sunday, a woman on the fourth floor. He said her one-year-old baby and her husband did not survive. Hmm. Only the dead are left. And this is miles from the front lines. What's happening on the battlefield? Well, heavy fighting is still happening in the eastern part of the country, and it's not going to end anytime soon. I mean, while they wait for new weapons here in Ukraine, they're watching joint drills between Russia and Belarus warily. That started on Monday. They're worried about the possibility of an attack from there. NPR's Alyssa Nadworny in Dnipro, Ukraine. Thank you for your reporting, Alyssa. Thank you. This message comes from NPR sponsor Stearns & Foster. 
Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted for irresistible comfort with indulgent memory foam and ultra-conforming IntelliCoils for your most comfortable sleep. Learn more at StearnsAndFoster.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor Betterment. The emotional build of a will-they-won't-they love story is never chill, but your investing portfolio should be. Betterment is the investing app that lets you be totally chill about your finances. Their automated technology and tax smart tools are easy to set up, so you can focus on navigating any will-they-won't-they-love stories that come your way. Betterment. Be invested and totally chill. Learn more at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. There are a lot of issues on voters' minds right now. Six big ones could help decide the election. Guns, reproductive rights, immigration, the economy, health care, and the wars overseas. On the Consider This podcast from NPR, we will unpack the debates on these issues and what's at stake. You can listen to NPR's Consider This wherever you get your podcasts.